Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to everybody, wherever you are around the planet. This show is heard internationally. It is uh, Block Talk Radio. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio this March 4th, 2012, early morning edition. And I would like to make an announcement that it's really unusual. Normally I have the show at uh, 6 p.m. my time, Pacific time, but I'm having it earlier Spirit has a funny way of making things work because unexpectedly I'm going to be on another show today at the same time that this show would air. Isn't that funny? So today at 6 p.m. Pacific time, I'm going to be interviewed on WTMYAM Radio 1280 on the Dark Side Paranormal Show at 6. And I guess you can't listen to it. Uh, well, yeah, you can listen to it on the web, or if you have a radio in the Eastern Coast, you can listen to it there. I have posted it on Facebook, of course. Now, talking about today's show is going to be wonderful also. Today, we have Deborah Livingston is going to be our guest. But before I talk about her, I want to, to introduce you to our co-host, our regular co-host, Sherelle. Hi, Sherelle. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing, David? Thank you so much for having me on. I feel great today, excited. I'm happy to be doing a show early today because, um, you know, like you said, Spirit has a way of changing things around and getting us up on our toes. And there's something about the show that connects with our viewers, our listeners all over the place, and the people that we've been chatting with um, on online, on Facebook, on um, uh, Beyond the Gate. It's just interesting to see everyone's point of view, and with everything going on today, I'm in in the world with all the disasters and stuff. It's nice to connect with people and trying to keep things um, positive and. And I like that about this show. Yes, I do too. And, uh, you know, it shows really getting popular. We have lots of archive downloads, and this show will be available for archive right after the show. It can be posted on Facebook or Twitter, on any social group one may be a member of, on a blog or a website as well. You can send via email. And... uh 
all the shows and all the guests are loved and very popular, but I've never had two weeks after a show over a thousand archived downloads for the show we had two weeks ago with Terry and Linda Jameson and the Psychic Twins. I'm just still floored about that. But anyway, that to me tells, you know, not just because of the guests, but because people would like to hear positive messages from everybody. We support all our guests. Everybody's on a different journey. Uh, many people go through a really difficult journey before they get to where they are today. It's just like, and I know Deborah believes in this too, that it's not until you go through the raging storm and come out to the spring on the other side do you appreciate what you had before, or perhaps you can look at things in a different way. There's a reason why these things happen, because if earth was all paradise, why why bother to come here, stay in heaven where it is paradise? So I believe earth is a school and is part of our spiritual growth, and we do evolve here, and when we go back, I think we're all better for it. So now I'd like to tell you a little bit about our guest, Deborah Levenstein. She's author of Strand of Pearls, lives with a loving husband, Joel, in Massachusetts, and is the proud mother of a college-aged daughter, Cassandra. Wow. She is a practicing AOBTA certified traditional Chinese medicine therapist. She's an intuitive medium and believes in life's gifts, whatever forms that they may take. Guided by Spirit to share her story, her memoir, Strand of Pearls, recounts Deborah's journey from childhood abuse, frequent tragedy, and adult addiction to a spiritual transformation that brought her an inner peace and joy available to us all. Deborah was the first of three children born to parents, a Canadian father, a New England mother, who were the who were worlds apart in their own upbringings and views of the world. From 2 to 16, when she was finally able to break free, Deborah suffered abuse at the hands of her father. Her freedom from that abuse took her to uh, abuse at the hands of others as well and to a tragic accident that cost the life of her friend. Her misfortunes early in life and her inability to see them as the pearls they actually were led to serious addiction in the early 40s, in her early 40s. And yet, this addiction saved her life, preparing her for the inner transformation she would experience in the strand of pearls to embrace Deborah Livingston invites the readers into the most painful raw moments of her past so that the light of the present might shine brighter as an invitation to others, hope, faith, and gratitude in their lives. Whew, I had a hard time reading that. That's just so tragic. You know, I thought I went through a, a, a difficult life. I mean, I can't imagine Deborah has went through this and is here to tell us with a published book and her life is transformed. I'm really amazed. I had to have her on the show. Uh, so you know what? I'd like to welcome Deborah to the show. Deborah, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Well, thank you very much, David. It's a pleasure and privilege to be here today. Deborah, you know, you've, you have an amazing story to tell. I mean, you have so much to offer. You've written this uh, book, 
tell people your story, and I know that this story, this book will help many, many people. You know, you're giving them an example of hope to show them not to give up on life, and there's another alternative. Additionally, you're I'm really uh, amazed that you're a traditional Chinese medicine therapist, and you're also a student uh, of mediumship. And uh, I mean, you have you're doing so much now. It seems like your life is on a different path. I'd like to start out with perhaps telling us a little bit about how did the book come about. And without giving away its secrets, what could you tell us about the book? We're all ears for this. Well, that was actually part of my belief, a pre-planned prior to me even being incarnated into this particular life, you see, because um, the the Strand of Pearls, the title, actually is a metaphorical theme throughout the, the memoir. Um, the memoir is written with the intention to bring forth the most inner and deepest push-down emotions from from the reader's own life adversities and allow them to experience and hopefully let go, making more room for their own luminous pearls. And basically what had happened uh, when I was two, I'm not going to give away the whole thing because obviously it's 284 pages, but when I was two, I broke my mother's strand of pearls and it was the first time my father had spanked my hands till they were purple and uh, therefore, I was the broken strand. And just like a uh, pearl is cultivated within an injured oyster, and it takes time for these pearls to cultivate, similarly to like life lessons, every pearl and every lesson is different. And we repair our own strands to string our inf- infinite pearls within within our life. Wow. That is a great way of putting it. That's really amazing. During your hardships, you've told it in your book. We've mentioned it in your bio. How did you? uh, How did you just make it through all that, and come to realize one day, when this you know great spiritual thing came into your energy? And you suddenly became aware that, wait a minute, you know, there's a major transformation in my life. And then you started to think about it and start to move toward that direction. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I've I've always, from the time I can remember, and it's, it's, it's very far back. My mother giggles because I tell her I can remember way back into being in diapers as a child. I always had a sense. Of, of an energy around me, talking to me and, and guiding me. It, but it was through the abused conditions that I sometimes um, blocked them. And, and there, there are such things as, as blocks within energy. Um, but I also believe that through my love of nature and, and animals and, and the creativity where in the 
solar plexus, there's a a, a a burning flame and it that creativity of the burning flame and and the love uh for the energy in nature and animals kept me kept me going as well as and I hate to use this word but it's true in in difficult dark moments the ego can protect the soul that ego did protect my soul for a very long time until it was ready to be retired there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I tell people that it's okay to use something like that as a tool if it helps you out. And some people say, well, isn't it wrong to lie? And I've said no for certain reasons. And other people say, well, I don't, I think you're wrong. And let me tell you that um, I'm not going to debate somebody's belief. Maybe they see it from a different perspective than me. But here's an example I gave. If I'm telling the lie, to my uh, abusive husband to protect my child. It's a lie. Is that a sin? Not if you're using that lie as a tool to protect your child. How could that be hurtful to anyone? So, therefore, you used ego as a tool, has uh, something to grasp onto, you know, as a catalyst to help you get through whatever it is you had to go through. So that's that's okay. It depends on which way you, you look at ego. So I think uh, I'm very happy you said that. You made a really strong point there. Well, you know, it, it, after all, we, we are soulful. Uh, we're, we're, we're soulful in, in the sense that we're, we're souls having a human experience, um, and we're all having, whether we're conscious of it or not, some of us are, some of us aren't, but, you know, the ones that aren't, they're, they just aren't yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's all about the spiritual unfoldment and, and, and the lessons we can learn here in this school of life and, and the tools that we allow ourselves to receive in order to get the, what we planned for ourselves in this particular lifetime. So ego I, just I happens. Totally... And one tool that I, that I used... Uh, to protect my heart and soul until it was strong enough and rooted enough to be reborn, self-awakened. Yeah, and you come back with such power after doing that. It's amazing. I want, just want to tell the callers briefly that um, you're also attending Arthur Finney College, you know, for mediumship, and they're one of the uh, most famous schools in the entire planet, period. They have... Uh, Irrefutable reputation, and they when they teach, train psychics and mediums, they don't let you you know like yeah you're taught somewhere else, but those people that are teaching you other places aren't strict enough. They don't impress upon you how important this this and this is. So without saying that much, I just wanted to tell people that that's where she's going right now. She's already a psychic and a medium. She's getting the best training, and she will take questions from callers today in this interview about that or about the book or whatever, but she will not be doing any readings on the show today. We only are doing this first interview with her now. And secondly, I'm excited because I've hardly talked to anybody that's ever attended the uh, Arthur Finley College except reading about it in books like John Holland's book or something. So I'm, I just wanted to ask her a little bit about it, if you don't mind telling us, Deborah. No, absolutely. It's meant to share. 
um, well, the author Finley College, when I first arrived there, uh, quite honestly reminded me of, of Hogwarts. It's this wow. beautiful building um, that is uh, very old. It's it's very old. And, and the second I stepped on the ground, I could feel the power. There is a lot of energy there. Um, it was... I was there in October, and, and it, it was a life-changing experience. I came away a, a a better and different person than I was when I went there. I was able to um, practice and study under three of the best tutors there. Uh, it was uh, Libby Clark, Sheila French, and Brenda Lawrence. Um, Brenda Lawrence is actually uh, the teacher of my teacher here in the States. That's what had originally drawn me there. And to my surprise, they uh, split the group into three sections, uh, beginners, intermediate, and advanced. And uh, I ended up in the, in the advanced with Libby Clark, and it was the best move they could have made because she, she pushes. It, it's essentially about a year of spiritualism and mediumship practice, um, meditation and trans-channeling into one week. So it's about 12, good 12 hours a day, seven day, for seven wow. days at the Arthur Finley College. And I came away with a whole soul family. And it just feels like home when you're there. There's a familiarity about it. You can feel the energy in the hallways and it's uh, the connections. Um that I was able to make with, with spirit um, while I was there and after coming home, it hasn't stopped, um, were phenomenal. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful energetic experience. I highly recommend going. A lot of and I return in August. I can't wait. Oh, I bet. You know, a lot of people get, you know a month training, a couple of weeks training, or go through some course, and they think that, okay, now I'm going to go out and do it. But um, apparently that school is so good, they really um, beat it into you, so to speak, in a positive way. They want you to be uh, perfect and a clear channel. They don't want you to doubt. They want you to practice over and over and over again, they want, I mean, they just, they're really strict with you about how you do your readings. I believe you mentioned something that to me earlier, something about they that. They are very strict. They are very strict. Um, and 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 Libby likes to keep it um, modern. Um, they, she doesn't use the CERT method anymore. She uses the www.com, she likes to call it. We all kind of chuckled. It's It's the who you know, the naming, the re relationship, personality, character, that type of thing, age, employment if you can, the what, um, you know, their surroundings, jewelry, pets, geography, memories, um, current information, possessions, that type of thing, and then the why, the proof of survival, the reassurance, um, not really opinions, support, love, um, a communication, and, 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 and thanks. So that's that was Libby's. Um, way of of how she wanted us to work on the platform, and uh, 
I ended up getting very sick with the flu while I was there with no voice, but that didn't matter to her. <laughs> she put me up on the platform, and I had to whisper my message, messages rather. So it was uh, it, it was a, a very she's a wonderful, wonderful tutor. I can't I can't recommend her more higher than I than I already am. She's the love and light, and she's we got to experience her um, trans channel, uh, her philosopher um, Michael that comes through her. So that was very nice as well. That's wonderful. You know, I find in that field, which I'm in also, love is very important. Being open to what spirit has to say without any doubt is definitely important. And, you know, some of the best psychics and mediums in the world are those, you know, that are practicing. Uh, I can't emphasize it enough, and I know you would agree with me, is the first thought or vision or feeling, whatever you get, Trust it immediately, no matter how weird it is, and then that'll work for you, right? Don't doubt. <laughs> Say it out. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. I can answer that very quickly. As the the biggest lesson I came home with was a capital T R U S T. Trust always. Trust immediately what you're given, and you know, just just trust it. That's that's all you can do. Don't try and decipher it. Don't try and use your mind to um, dissect it or or be objective about it. Um, and you can always you are in control when spirit is with you. It, you the other thing is you, you don't let them all walk all over. You, you, you demand you know them to work with you um, in a in a way where they can show you as many ways as as possible. The hearing, the smelling, the seeing, the feeling. Um, all of it works works together in in coming up with you know they kind of use your mind if you will as like the hard drive of a computer they work with what you know so the more you look at pictures and books and the more educated you are in geography and you know just life itself um, the the better um, you you're able to um, channel through that message that they're trying to convey to to the sitter. I have a question. We covered all these things while we were there. Pardon me? I have a question, Deborah. This is Sherelle. I have a question for you and David. Um, now, there seems to be a little – I have a, a couple of people that usually ask, well, you know, why do you need to go to training? Um, and I kind of want both of you guys to answer um, this. It's just um, – David mentioned it before. It's not that – you both have the natural gift, and so why is it important to um, go to training? For This is a question for both of you. You mean if one wants to practice mediumship or, you know, being yes. a psychic yes. publicly or to work with clients, why is it important to go through the training? I'll let uh, Deborah ask that, answer that. Sorry. Okay. Um, well, um I feel that it's important to go to training. Um, there, there are several ways uh, that you can um, use this gift. And by the way, everyone has the availability of this this gift within them. It's it's just a matter of whether uh, you're open enough to receive. I just want to clarify that. Um, and 
the reason for getting training is because there are several different um the, there are various ways to to be a medium you can you can do it privately have sessions and sittings one on one there's platform uh, where you um do it in gallery or um most most well, I know it's very big in the UK, and it is in my area of the country over here. Um, we have many spiritualist churches around here. Five come to mind, in fact. And a major part of being um, a spiritualist is the mediumship. And you, there's a, there's a way of of carrying yourself. There's there's some ethics and values to. Um, it's almost a protection, if you will, of 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 the person that you're delivering the message to. Um, you don't want to be mean in any way. Um, you don't want to give uh, medical diagnoses unless you are a medical intuitive. Uh, these these messages, um, as a medium, in my mind, are are two reasons. A for healing purposes, and B to prove the infinite survival of spirit and souls. And for these reasons, um, I would like to. It's like anything in life. The more you practice, and the the tu- the better the tutors that you have to 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 teach you to practice, the the better you'll become at delivering a message as as a medium. And that would be, Very well said. That would be my answer. Very well said. And I also want to Thank add you. that another reason would be you just don't go and do a reading to somebody and invite whoever's there to come in because you're opening the door to whoever may be there, whether it be a dark or a light entity. So you have to set the intention, be very specific, use protection, prayers of protection and you know, you'll find out if you're practicing medium, go get some training. I'm tired of having mediums come to me and tell me, oh, my God, I got these spirits in my house after I did this reading, blah, blah, blah. Listen to what Deborah says. Very important, you know. So, and Absolutely. Another thing. You know, it, yeah. it's good to go to these places because it's not just, oh, I want to be a medium. It's it's about learning balance within yourself, Um you're only you're only as good a medium as are as are the lessons that we have in life as and as they unfold. Um and there's a level of humility in, involved. Um it's important to to be humble when you're doing this. Um and and you're only as good as a medium as the power that you have within yourself and how you use that. I and totally how, agree. And, Thank so, you. Now you Thank work with. Uh, oh yeah, I just want to let people know we're about a half hour into the show that you listen to Beyond the Gate Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And now I've said that, uh, we will take some calls shortly. I just want to get to another thing that you do, which I'm really interested in, and that's you work. You're a Chinese herbal medicine therapist. Could you tell us about that, please? I certainly will. Um, well, after I had my um, self-awakening, soul-awakening, so to speak, I 
I will always have a passion for what I used to do in life. I went to school for architectural slash interior design, and I was a construction project manager for the city of Boston, but that no longer fit who I was. I, I, I have passion for it because it's part of me, but I knew that I wanted to heal people, so I went back to school for three years and studied um, traditional Chinese medicine, and I finished out my training um, three weeks in Hangzhou, China, with some of the best um, doctors in China. And wow. Chinese medicine, I feel, is, uh, is, is the best of Eastern medicine. It's been around for thousands of years. Um, a, a lot of it is, was... Um, arrived through meditation, um, the the channels in the body, the energetic channels of the body, uh, they do believe that, and so do I, that we are a whole. Our mind, body, and soul is a whole. It should be treated as a whole. So when one thing is out of balance, it throws the harmony of the whole off. Um when there's and it also believes that the root cause for most illness and pain manifestations in the body are emotions. So wow. I, I I strongly believe in in traditional Chinese medicine um, because I've seen it work on not only myself but um, others. It's it's an it's another energetic practice along with mediumship, just slightly different. That's that's really amazing. I'd like to hear a little bit more about it or ask you some questions, but I just want to let everybody know that you are the author of Strand of Pearls, and you can find Deborah Livingston on Facebook, and she has a page for her book. It's also available on Amazon.com and other booksellers. There's a link to it on the radio show page here. And we've... We are ready to take a caller right now, and Sherelle, before you bring in the caller, I just want to let the caller know that um, Deborah's not giving readings on this particular show, but she will answer any questions about the theme of the show. So we're ready to take a caller at this time. Okay. Area code 816. Area code 816. You are on the line, Beyond the Gate Radio. Oh, we must have lost area... Code eight one six. They must have been just listening. So stand by. Okay, that's all right. Now, Deborah, as far as you know, the Chinese medicine goes, are we talking about like uh, energetic healing or Chinese herbs or a combination of things? Could you? Uh, clarify that just a little bit more. Yes, it's it's a combination of things. I opted not to um, learn uh, the insertion of needles, so I do not do acupuncture, but I do do manipulation of the energetics um, through the meridians and the acupoints. Every acupoint has um, an energy to it. And um, it's all based on many different theories, most popular yin and yang. And uh, it also believes that, um, you know, there is no absolute. Everything is always moving, always trying to balance. Just like in life, life is 
a graceful balance of polarities, and so is our bodies. And and you know um, blockages occur due to e- emotions that aren't uh, embraced and processed and then let go of. If so somebody healing, oh, go ahead. The healing comes in when when I'm able to um, release those blockages through manipulation, whether it be cupping, moxa. Um, there's all 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 kinds. Of, I can do a full acupressure treatment just by manipulating um, the acupoints of the body. There's wow. either deficiencies. That- or excesses in the body. And and it, just like I said before, it's about a balancing of the polarities. So have you seen it where somebody has been under a dark cloud, so to speak, with probably frustration, hopelessness, and lots of anger that they're into it so deep and so long that they can't see out of the cloud and then you know that person gets sick quite a bit they always have a cold a sore throat there's always something going on with them do you think that that cloud they're under that cloud of negative emotions is also the cause for their other ills and how could somebody get out of it if they're not realized they're in it what what can be done well, you're absolutely right because when when energies, um, no matter what they are, um, but let's stick with negative for now. When negative energy is pushed out of the mind, that doesn't mean it's gone from the whole. The cells in your body hold on to that, and then that's what manifests into disease and pain. It could be cancer. Um, for instance, if somebody gets throat cancer, they're usually not speaking their truths, and they're usually um, people that are, are, are stubborn. Now, if they were to let go of some of that, the throat cancer may or may not have appeared. Um, so that the cells in your body do not forget. But once you start working on releasing some of that negative energy, the cells begin to, the manifestations begin to diminish. I personally am an example of that, and I, I don't want to get into too much of it because it is in the Strand of Pearls, but it also talks about how um, I was able to overcome all of that. Uh, you know, Because it is a whole, the mind, body, and soul have to work in harmony to get through the darkness because, like I said to you earlier, um, before we had the radio show, Every single storm, there's darkness, there's wind, there's crazy waters, but it, the sun always shines. The sun always shines after the storm. So there is hope I believe in that. and light and peace. The hope, light, and peace, we are it's born within us. It just gets clouded over and veiled by e- illusions of the mind that uh, may or may not be reality. That's true. Very, very true. Uh, I was curious. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. it. Might be in the field in some particular way. But let's say somebody has um, a weight problem and they're just they want to get out of it, but they can't and they're stuck in it. Could any of this 
healing or teachings of healing uh, help a person like that in any particular way? Absolutely. You have to determine what the root cause is, and there's always in Chinese medicine a root cause. Once you fi- once you determine what that root cause is and treat it, all of the other symptoms, whether it's addiction, overweight, um, pain in the joints, will dissipate once that root cause is treated. Okay, that makes and a lot I, of sense. And without That's knowing without knowing the certain um, you know case, I I I couldn't give a, a more definitive answer. But but that that yes. It can be treated. Yes, I suppose different causes of different things from others has different root causes, as you said. Now, what I'm really interested also is the beautiful, positive, bright, healing energy. Do you work with spirit helpers that help you channel healing energy or when you do the work? Oh, absolutely. Um, they're, they're, you know, this was like learning a language. I had to learn how to stop thinking from a Western mind and 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 think with an, an Eastern mind. And also, you learn all the energetics of the different points. But once you know all that, um, you start to begin to use your intuition and move to the body where where you're called to move. Um, I used to. Uh, use my notes and do uh, plotted treatments, if you will. Um, that's how we learn. But now I'm able to go and lay my hands on on the body and know exactly where to go. And and it, it's it, there's a channeled energy for sure because if there wasn't, I would get tired real fast. I'd only be able to do one or two people a day. And for a while, I was doing about five, and then I had to cut back because I wasn't, I, I hadn't um, developed the skills uh, needed to from the mind, the channeling of the energy, and the knowledge of of the energetics. But now I'm, I'm able to move through that, and sometimes I can even close my eyes and and bring through a spirit at the same time. That was tricky. That was tricky, learning how to to do all three. But I will say I haven't done it lately because I was was, um, busy, uh, directed by spirit to write this memoir because this is also a healing tool of mine to plant seeds within the readers of inspiration to draw out the, the peace and light that was born within them. And a very good tool it is. And I know it's meant to help uh, many, many people. Now, talking about going back to the healing part, when I used to do readings in the beginning, I I don't know, I used to just get wiped out at the end of the day and I'd just go right to sleep, no problem, you know. So I learned to eventually do so many readings a day for clients and I learned how to you know, do it so I wouldn't be so drained anymore at the end of the day and I was able to go ahead. And now I'm getting older, I'm getting (laughs) kind of tired, so I cut back on the readings again, how many I do in the day. But, you know, the way you practice, move the energy, and the way you work with it, there's a certain way that you protect yourself or work with the energy that you're able to now do a few of them without being totally wiped out. 
Do you have a secret to oh, that? Oh, absolutely. Um, did you, was there more to the question? No, that's that's good. Okay. Um, I I I totally sympathize with that because yes, I I used to get tired. I used to get tired. Um, giving people uh, treatments, but I also used to get tired just giving a couple readings. And uh, I I learned that it it wasn't the um, practices that that were making me tired. It was me making me tired. So you want to channel the energy, not be the energy. That's right. Yes. You, you, you. If, if the, if the, if the energy is flowing through you, it shouldn't make you tired. If it's stopping somewhere in you and blocking you, that would make you tired. And yes, you, you always want to protect yourself first. I like to pretend there's a invisible cloak around me with, with a reflective mirror on the outside. Um, and I have to say, I. I've only ever maybe one time um, taken on someone else's energy. And, and to be honest with you, I don't even know if there was one time because I don't remember who it was. I, I don't I don't have a well, problem with taking on others' energies. Not I don't I'm very lucky, I guess, blessed with that uh, the fact that I don't take on the other energy. A lot and I don't give mine away that. either. You have to channel it. Good. That's good. Uh, a lot of so-called light workers, healers, mediums, psychics, tarot card readers, astrologers, whatever, that are out there to you know work with the spiritual realm and help people, many of them don't know, at least in the beginning, that they have a huge team of spirits there ready and waiting to help work with them. That uh, much of this, or a great deal of this, is channeled. That's very interesting. And that when you're working with a client, whether as a medium or a healer, that your energy merges with theirs just during that particular time, you know, to work with them. I I was amazed I actually seen or witnessed uh, somebody giving a reading through um, that, I forget what that camera is called. It's a heat spectrum camera or something that you can see hot and cold. Pictures of your aura. Yeah, something like that. And uh, I was watching a medium give a person a reading. And uh, the person's, I could see the person's aura increased a little bit. And the medium's aura changed. And then it changed to a a big purple. Then it it went over and went into the, engulfed the uh, aura of the other person during the reading. And when it was done, it kind of dissipated. And I said, wow, I actually got to see it on camera. What do you think about that? Oh, that makes perfect sense to me because before uh, you you give a reading, you always want to push your aura out, and then when you're done, you pull it back in. It's an intention. Uh, it 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 makes room for you to blend with the other persons. Uh, if you want to give a psychic reading, it's it's much uh, it, it enables uh, the energies to blend easier. But it also, when you push out your aura like that. It, it it allows the um, spirit energy to connect easier. That makes perfect sense to me. I've never seen it, you know, on one of those aura cameras, but 
I've seen it with um oh it's not a tumor <laughs> not the third eye it, it's this tool um one of the tutors at the UK had you hold it up and the closer you got to the person's door that the they would it, the two units would go out I forget what the device oh, yeah. is called you know I what I'm talking it, about yeah yes it measures and it I, measures how far out your aura can go that's great now I just stumbled upon something in talking about this. What clairs do you use for readings? I'm curious because everybody, you know, works similarly yet differently, and maybe some use some are shared with clairvoyance, but not get clairaudience. Somebody else get claircognizance and clairaudience. Can you explain to us what clairs that you work with? Yes, I definitely um, have had them all. Um, it's 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 rare that I would get them all at the same time. Um, I always get um, clairvoyance. Always have that. It's like a little mini uh, movie screen, if you will, in my third eye. Um, clairaudience. I, I always have that too. I, I can I can hear. I can hear the voices. Um, uh, of the spirits, and clairsentience is a is a big one. That the feeling, I, I, it, there isn't a day that goes by that I I can't feel spirit with me. And and when I invite them in for messages, I feel them right away. It's, I, wow, the power! I can't believe I'm going back to the Earth Family College, but the the warmth, I, a warmth came over me. Um, Almost like from the inside out, uh, the, the feeling is very strong, and so, not too often, but I I do get smells as well. That's very interesting. Yep, a lot of people don't know that there's uh, Claire Hambience and Claire Gustins. Uh, there's also other names for clear taste and, and clear smell. Um, so you have a memorable reading, uh, specifically mediumship reading that you may have done at Arthur Finley that was really like one of your earlier ones or one that was just came in that was like really clear and really awesome? I mean, are you allowed to say speak about that? I'm just curious. Um, I, I, Without using names, of course. Uh, yes, I had many while I was there, um, but there's one that's 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 sticking out in my mind. Um, uh, there was a teenage boy, and um, it, it, the message was for his mom. Uh, he uh, gave me his name, his sister's name. He told me, you know, all, all about uh, the tr- the tragic death that he had endured um some specifics about uh, how he was treated in in school cuz he was a bit different um he described himself well here we go again he described himself as as looking like Harry Potter and almost being like Harry Potter and at that point the woman almost fell off her chair because she said that he he did indeed have uh what she 
referred to as wizardry tricks, wizardry tricks, and uh, she wanted me to elaborate some more, but he didn't. But he, you know, made it very clear to me as well that he made movies. He wanted to be a movie maker, but his life was cut short. And um, I had trouble with this one because he was worried about his mother's um, state of mind, and, and I had to be very discreet about how that message was delivered. So I basically told her that um, he was around her and he knew that she had just had a celebration for him recently um, regarding this, his time of passing in the year and uh, that he was, you know, around her and supporting her and and left her with love and blessings. And basically, I, I didn't give everything because... My values and ethics in delivering messages is is to not uh, leave with any negativity whatsoever. That's that's not what I'm about. I I try and uh, keep it uh, peaceful uh, with light and love and uplifting. That's that's my purpose that's for good. doing the message work. That's but good. that was that's one of the most vivid ones. Uh, and he was with me all day. Wow. He was with me all day. <laughs> And I said, you know, you can you can go now and come back when it's time. But yeah, That's he kept wonderful. feeding me information all day long. Now we have uh, probably about ten minutes left. I want to get in another caller, provided that they ask you a question about the show. As I announced twice on the show already, that Deborah is not going to be doing any readings on this particular show, but she will be happy to answer questions. Deborah, are you ready to take a caller? Absolutely. Okay, area code 314, you are on the line. Beyond the Gate Radio, can we have your name and where you're calling from? My name is Doris Patton. I'm calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, Doris. Welcome to the show, Doris. Hi. Well, my question really was about... Um, um, when you come in contact pe- with people and that um, maybe your heart is, you know, the, your heart tightens up, or um, what do you do to clear that out? I'm not sure I understand the question, but I, I think what you're saying is uh, if you come across someone's energy that makes you uneasy, um, right. is that what you're referring to? Yeah, what do you do? Yes, well, you can it. either step away from the situation or if you absolutely have to be in the situation, you you want to breathe. First and okay. foremost, you take in a nice deep breath, hold it at the top for a couple seconds, and then release it. That will shift your energy for you, and you should be able to use your intention to, to block any further negativeness from coming in and, and harming you. Okay. When did, when did you find your first teacher? I know you were talking me? about your first teacher, you know, your first guidance, your first teacher. How did you come My about? My first teacher from the spirit world or here on earth plane? On the earth plane. Oh, my very first teacher. Who was my very first teacher? My goodness. You know what? I, I consider any soul that comes in contact with me a teacher. I, I learn um, from people every single day. I'd have to say from the minute I was born. 
Right. Can I ask you, know, you this thing? Because I meant to. Arthur Finley College. Do you want to know when, when she, uh, what led her to go to Arthur Finney College? Maybe she could answer that one. Yes. I mean, because everything is like synchronicities, and you were you asking for that? Would, did you put it out there to help you develop your gifts more? Or oh, absolutely, Doris. I did do that. I, I um, probably about six years ago asked point blank when you ask you will receive trust me when i say this um i asked and and everything is been given to me in in as i am ready to receive it and i asked for teachers and teachers came to me i have wonderful teachers here um in new england and and also um i have sat with john holland in some of his um workshops as well and it was a recommendation he had made and also my teacher's teacher is um from the Arthur Finley College so it just made sense to me to go there and it wasn't it's not very expensive um it it's very competitive to actually going somewhere here to to practice and learn okay okay thank you thank you I know you can tell I want to do that more, but, you, you know, it's just, okay, I'm going to put it out there. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. That was a very good question. And, you know, a lot of people that want to know, they are on a limited budget right now, there are, uh, if they go on Google, they can find a good place to start. You could get a good book and look at it from there. Or you can take some free online courses, and then I guess some of those websites offer you more advanced training if you you know pay a fee. But at least you know people can get a start. There's lots on the web more than it was ten years ago, isn't that right, Deborah? There is, there is, and and one of if if you're just getting started out, I, I know here in this country, um, uh, John Holland, uh, a little. Um, book called Psychic Navigator Harnessing Your Inner Guidance is is very good and also my own teacher Carol Lynn um has some books out um Consult Your Inner Psychic um both very good books and you can get them both on Amazon very good just getting started up but prior to to doing that you need you need to have um balanced your whole your mind body and soul so if there's struggles and you're presently living in the dark and 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 having trouble and despair um i urge people to read strand of pearls because there is something in there for everyone there is. I know that there's a message in there. There's a reason why you were guided to do it, and I'm proud of you because I get a lot of people in, in a reading, oh, I see a book in you. You have so much to offer. Yeah, I've been putting it off and putting it off, and I tell them, write that book now. Get it out there. Don't talk about it. Get off the couch and do it. Create it. Push it. And Deborah, I'm so proud of you. You know, this work must have taken a long time. 
It must have been challenging, and I'm sure you felt some difficult times as you were typing in your heart when certain memories came back, but you had to get this message out. I'm really impressed with Strand of Pearls. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I mean, you, know, you have so much to offer the people. Well, it, it it is my passion, and I do believe it it is my mission in this particular lifetime to um, lead people in, into their own healing. Uh, you can't heal uh, everyone. In, in fact, um, you are your own healer. All I do is guide. I give a little kickstart with the energetics of the body, give a little kickstart with messages from spirit and strand of pearls is also a little kickstart with 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 seeds it's it's all about planting seeds and and letting everyone nourish their own seeds uh, in order to grow you, you know what's funny about being psychic i wrote down the question i was going to ask you after the caller but the the next question the caller asked you was the same one i was going to ask in addition to that I was going to say, well, I was going to ask you, well, you know, you're going through this training, but you're really good. And, you know, you've got to be a teacher. Are you going to be a teacher someday? And then you said, well, John Holland asked me to help him with this and this and this. And I said, well, that answers that questionnaire. And I still feel that one day you're also going to be teaching as well. And, yes, I concur with the psychic navigator. That's very good. But I want to ask uh ask you two things you know one is how can people contact you or are you planning on something to where they can and secondly your future plans so the floor is yours okay well yes um people can contact me through facebook um i have a personal one that's uh deborah d-e-b-o-r-a-h adams livingston L-I-V-I-N-G-S-T-O-N. And then there's also Strand of Pearls, my baby, who has its own uh, Facebook page. Um, My plans are, yes, I'm definitely going on a book tour, and it's kicking off um, in April with Hay House I Can Do It 2012 conferences. I'm going to Atlanta in April, Vancouver in May, Toronto in June, Um, also going back to the Arthur Finley College in August, and my publicist at um, the publisher Balboa Press, which is a division of Hay House, is going to be setting up some radio shows and book signings for me the week prior. So I'll probably be heading over to the U.K. at the end of July. And then this fall, I will be going to Australia to do the I Can Do It There. And if I'm invited, I'm waiting for the invitation to also go back in September to the U.K. and maybe Scotland for those I Can Do It conferences as well. So there's a lot coming up with the Strand of Pearls, and it's a very exciting time. And um, it is baby steps. It's still in infancy. And um, I took the liberty of doing a numerology on it this morning, because uh, it does have 284 pages, and and when you um, break that all down, uh, the numerology word for number five, because it breaks down to a five, is freedom. And 
that is what the essence of life is. That's what we're all striving for is 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 freedom. So I'm very well, excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We just have a few seconds left before the show stops, but thank you uh, for being on the show today and delivering your message and about your wonderful book. You have listened to Beyond the Gate Radio with your host, David Baker, co-host, Sherelle Baker, and our esteemed guest, Deborah Livingston. Thank you, everybody. Make sure you pick up a copy of her book, Strand of Pearls, and God bless everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, stay in touch with us. I will. I will. And and you said um, that this is available for posting. Do I just have to go to your website? Yeah, uh, you just go to the. Um, I I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to post the show. The archive actual player on my uh, page on Facebook. All you have to do is go to it and click share, and it'll be automatically posted on your Facebook page so people can listen to it. Wonderful. So, right after we get off the air here, I'm going to go ahead and and do that. And how beautiful um, and graceful was it that this turned out that you were able to do another show for yourself later on in the regular time slot? It's funny. Suddenly, I got you on the show, which I usually don't do, but I trust spirit, so you're here. Suddenly, somebody got me on their show with short notice, which I don't do, but somehow spirit made it work out. And the times today that your show would have been at 6, but it's 11, and the show I'm going to be on would have been when this one was on, and I'm going to be on at 6. Like, that's amazing. You know, it shows you trust spirit, and things work out. I'm just Synchronicity of events. It is. Absolutely. Okay, Watch your mail post because your book is on the way. Okay. Likewise. All right. Thanks Thank so you. much, David. Bye-bye. Thank you, Deborah. Bye-bye. Thank you, Cheryl. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Gate, and have a great day.